and welcome to the J. Margaret Weaver Journal. This is Kaylina Thomas. It's great to be with you today. It is a beautiful, albeit hot, um, Monday morning as I am recording this. I'm watching the sun come up, sitting in my office. It is quiet in my house for the time being. I don't know how long that's going to last. And I'm sipping some coffee and just enjoying a very slow and really relaxing start to the morning, um, which has been much needed. It has been a really, really crazy past couple weeks as we've gotten into the swing of summer and summer routines and being out of school and all of the fun kid activities and vacations and things that have been going on. And so um, life, as I'm sure for the same is for many of you, um, is wonderful. And, and I love summer, but it's also been um, just a shift in routine and schedules and has taken a little bit of time to get adjusted to, um, but but it's good. So anyways, um, one of the things that I really wanted to talk about, I had not thought about this before, and I was talking to a friend last week, and she mentioned um, just how interesting the whole kind of design um, production, you know, where our clothes are made and how, how things really happen from kind of the initial sketch to getting clothing in a store, right? Whether that is an, my online store, whether that's a boutique here in Kansas city, which, um, very exciting news. I have not officially announced all of this yet. I'm one of those people that just waits. I just always worry that something's going to happen. And I always get very nervous that, um, something's going to fall through or I don't know that you just never know. You just never know. And so I'm not um, sharing the names of the stores yet. Um, but we will be carried in a few stores here in Kansas city this fall. Um, we'll be doing a lot of pop-ups as well in the Midwest area. Um, if you're listening and have a suggestion of a place for us to pop up, uh, please email me or DM me on Instagram. I would love to hear that. Um, would love to connect with you. It's so much fun doing pop-ups to getting to meet so many of you, um, to hear your stories or hear your feedback or just get to know who you are. Um, I think that is probably the most fun part of all of this. Um, except for, I do love the kind of the creative, like gather inspiration and sketch, which is one of the things I'll talk about today. So getting to use like my creativity, even though I was never the best artist, um, I, I don't even know that I can, I can, I'm like passable. I can draw a sketch, but that's about it. Um, but to kind of envision what something's going to look like before you even have anything, that part is really fun too. Um, but I would say that along with just getting to meet all of you and hear from you and ask questions and, um, hear your stories is so much fun. I just really, really enjoy that. And um, it's one of the reasons I enjoy writing and doing these podcasts because while I don't get to necessarily hear from you on the podcast, I feel kind of like we're having a conversation and it's fun. It's really enjoyable. Um, so today, as I mentioned, um, this friend, she has suggested talking about, you know, where do things come from? And, and her big thing was, you know, you work with um, an organization in Kansas City that is employing um, mostly women, a lot of people that um, maybe have come from a disadvantaged background in some way. So there's some refugees who are seamstresses, for example. Um, there are people who have had a variety of things that have happened in their life that has made um, 
you know, getting out of maybe poverty or a bad situation, just a, a challenging thing. And, and this is an opportunity for them to be paid an ethical wage, to have a vocation and a livelihood. And you pair that up with incredibly talented people in fashion and business and pattern making and design and um, just the entire kind of apparel industry. And it is a really unique organization to work with. It's a wonderful organization to work with. Um, And so I wanted to just share a little bit of that that piece kind of how, you know, if you're a curious person, I'm a super curious person. I like knowing how things work or where things come from. I think it's really fun. And so I'm going to share not only um, our production partner and just have a little bit of the transparency in our supply chain, knowing that people are really interested in that these days, but also what does it take to go from, hey, I've got like a fabric swatch here and a sketch, and how do I actually get that into a final product? Um, so you get to come behind the scenes or the seams, if you will, and see what all is involved there. Because, and I found this fascinating when I really started on this journey, it takes at least a year or more really to go from a sketch or what in the fashion industry we call a croquis. It's it's a French term for like a quick sketch of a design to delivering the final production order. And it's interesting, when I was in business school at WashU, we did some cases on some of the, the big fast fashion retailers talking about um, their timelines, how they actually consolidated that timeline down to about six weeks for one in particular, and what that allowed them to do from a supply chain standpoint and not discounting and matching up supply and demand. So that was really interesting as well. That was really the background I had in the in understanding the whole kind of timeline or life cycle from a fashion standpoint was this crazy six week timeline that I look at that and I just, I don't even understand how that happens. Um, but when you have a lot of resources and, um, you're, you're producing huge quantities, um, and you have a lot of different factories around the world, then that is a feasible business model. So there's lots of different ways you can go about that. That is one path you can pursue. Um, for me, I'm a small batch independent designer. And so, we take a different approach and it's it's very interesting and can be a little bit disorienting because right now I'm working on things for spring and fall 2023. I have to say that very slowly so I don't get confused as to like where I am in space and time. So I'm working on 2023 all the way up through fall, but right now it's summer 2022 and sometimes I just kind of, I almost get confused as to what time and what year and what season is it. Um, you know, a friend of mine who she worked retail in New York and she said, you know, all year was just prepping for holiday. And then they had like a week off in early January where everyone kind of calmed down. And then it was like, okay, now we're just going to like prep for holiday again. Um, and so it's, it is a crazy, crazy industry to be in and coming from the healthcare industry. I just had no idea. I mean that the healthcare industry has its own challenges and craziness to it as well. But you know, you, you see, a dress on a hanger and you're like, well, that can't be that hard, right? It's like you have a pattern and people sew it and okay. I mean, how long could that possibly take? How many hours could that possibly take? And I just had no idea how detailed and labor intensive it would be, but it's such a fun process because it brings together creativity and you know, what is some sort of idea that you have in your mind, whether that's fabric or color or fit, 
um, way that you're going to wear something, but especially, and especially for me um, and the audience I'm designing for and just, you know, who I am as a person too, is it has to be functional. It has to actually make sense and it has to feel good on you. Um, it has to serve the intended function that, um, my customer base wants. Otherwise it's kind of meaningless, right? Um, this is, these are clothes designed for people who wear them every day, who are wearing them to work or in their home office or traveling. And so they really have to function. And for those of you who have maybe completed a design survey or tried on a fit sample, um, you've been part of a step in that process. And, and that feedback is so valuable in bringing an initial idea to fruition, to hear, you know, what, what do you want the pants to look like? What sort of leg, what sort of, you know, do you want them low-waisted, high-waisted, you know, there's so many ways you can go with it. The the options are almost endless. And so it's so helpful to hear from all of you what you like. So what, what is it? I'm going to kind of get into what's the process? Where do you start? And for me, this is my process. I'm guessing this is pretty standard, but this is what I have seen works really well is to start by just gathering a lot of inspiration. And that comes from observing other people and kind of asking questions like, well, what are other women wearing? Why are they wearing that? Um, I had an interesting conversation with a few people last week about mock necks and Hey, do you like mock necks? Well, yeah, because you know, they look a little dressier. Um, you can, they look really nice on say a zoom call or a video call when you're doing those, but you can layer them really easily. They look a little dressier than maybe a, um, jewel neck or round neck top. And so, um, really being, um, perceptive as to what people are actually wearing and then asking them questions. Um, and then also looking at fabrics and prints and like what would really resonate with me and this community. Are there particular prints? You know, I had not done prints. Um, I was really sticking with some solid colors and then I showed some prints and people kind of went crazy and, um, gave me such good feedback on some fabric that I'd found that, I pivoted and said, let's add that for spring for this pre-launch and, um, see how it does. And it was, um, the best selling variant of our new Connie petal sleeve top was the print. And so I said, Hey, let's go find some more fun prints. And it's so much fun just to order a bunch of samples, see what you like and, um, and see a kind of envision it coming to life. And also to think about what sort of needs does our customer have and how could we meet those in a unique but kind of pragmatic way. Um, And so I mentioned those design surveys, fit, um, just asking lots of questions and seeing what is it that people really need. Um, I may want to design, you know, a jacket, but if everyone says, I'm not really buying jackets right now, I'd really like a great pair of pants, then I want to give you a great pair of pants, which is coming next, by the way. Okay. So then from there, sketch the design. I mentioned that's called a croquis. So that's kind of a rough draft sketch. Um, I put all of that in a file. So I do the front back view, um, 
and then put that in a Google Doc and write all sorts of notes about, you know, where the buttons would go, what kind of buttons, what kind of zipper, what the neckline should look like, piping, details, all of those things um, that adds clarity for the pattern maker and send that over to her and then do an introductory meeting with her. So we talk about sketches and fabric trim, the purpose of the design, um, how it should function, and then that might help us change or tweak different things like um, how it might lay on a particular body type or is it going to be layered or worn under something, um, those sorts of things. Okay, so next, after meeting with the pattern maker and giving her all of the notes and talking through all the details, the next step that is really cool, um, we didn't start this way, but this is new software that she has, is she puts together a 3D design. So essentially she takes the like a an avatar, a 3D avatar, and puts a 3D mock-up of the design on this avatar. And so we can look at that and go back and forth and say, okay, tweak the sleeve here. It should be a little bit shorter or a little bit longer or change, um, you know, the hem. I want it to be a little more curved or the sleeve, like in the Connie Petal sleeve top, one of the things we did was kind of change where the, um, the slope of the sleeve um, so it'd be a little bit softer. So it allows us to make all of these changes without actually using fabric and going back and forth and making samples, which is very expensive. It's really time consuming. Um, this just eliminates all of that waste. Um, it's, it's a huge cost and time savings um, in the process. And I love it. And then once that 3D design, we say, okay, this looks really good on the avatar. Then we test multiple rounds of samples on a fit model um, and show them to other women for feedback. So we usually that's two to three rounds of samples and we're trying it um, in white or ivory fabric. This was also something I did not know that I think is really interesting is... Um, we, if you try things on say white or ivory, I mean, I know, you know for myself, like things black looks the best, right? Because black kind of disguises everything. So if you do your samples in black, it's maybe going to hide things that, um, a seam that's not as flattering or a dart that's not as flattering or, um, a length, just something that you would not notice unless you were doing something of white and then everything just really stands out. You're looking at it and it has to look perfect. And so that allows us to just be more precise, um, get a lot of feedback, try things out. We try to be as efficient as possible in that physical sample process. So we do those in white and then take those, and those are called sew-by samples. And so we take the sew-by samples, and those go to Rightfully Sewn. That's here in Kansas City, um, and really where this whole journey started when I learned that there was an organization in town that um, could do small batch production and had all of this fashion expertise and design expertise. Um, it really gave me so much comfort knowing that they were right here. They were 20 minutes away from me, which is amazing and, um, have just been incredible partners to work with. And so they take that sew by sample and then they, um, will create actual samples in the colors, fabric, all of that, that we're going to use. So it's the same fabric, just different colors. Um, they do some other samples and we evaluate those for fit and design as well. That's just something for me that is so important is to get the fit and design right. Um, it's never going to be perfect on every person because that, there's so there's just so much variation in body types. What looks good on one person 
it's not going to look good on the next person. And so trying, I've tried to let go of the idea of creating something that's going to look good on everyone. Um, at least when it comes to say a dress or pants or something, there's some, um, very kind of loose fitting pieces. I know some designers have, um, moved to where it's a more general sizing or like a one size fits all. And for some things that works, um, for pants in particular, um, or for a dress, I just don't think that's feasible, but we try to get it to, to fit as many people as possible and to look good on as many body types as possible. And then, um, from there, once we have those samples, we do a photo shoot and take pictures and um, then open up pre-sale and wholesale orders, which is um, one of the most impactful steps in bringing you really high quality, ethically made in the U.S., in Kansas City, um, clothing at an attainable price. Um, and what I, why I say attainable is you know, pricing it as fairly as possible with as much transparency as possible where um, there is still an opportunity to actually have a business and and make this a long-term feasible business to have, but at the same time, um, bringing it to you at a price that is um, as fair as as we can. Um, and doing pre-sales and wholesale orders is a huge part of that. When we do pre-sales, we open that up for a week, and that's your opportunity to order whatever color and size you want because we have not gone to production yet. So you can say, I want an extra small in the striped top and I want a small in this dress or an extra large in that top or a size 18 in those pants. Um, and that way we know exactly what you want and it eliminates a lot of guesswork. So you get exactly the size and color that you want. Um, you can still return pre-orders. So I know some, some businesses don't allow you to do that. You can still um, return a pre-order. That's fine. Um, but it really allows us to better pinpoint demand. So we don't have a lot of inventory mismatch, um, where, you know, let's say everyone wanted a dress in nightfall blue and medium, and we made a bunch of those in smalls and not as many in medium, for example. So allows you to get what you want. We have less waste. And then we also open up wholesale orders, um, love working with our retail partners. And, um, then they can place the order for exactly what they want as well. And then we go to production. So we just eliminate again, fabric waste, um, finished product waste, all of that you have to end up factoring into your price if you have a lot of pieces that are left over or you have to discount um, or put on clearance or something. And so that's just good fiscal stewardship for us. And I think that's important for a business that to have really good fiscal stewardship. If, you know, I grew up in a family owned business. And so just that mindset of if you owned the business, would you do this um, has really been drilled into me my whole life. And for us then, that allows us to pass better pricing and that benefit along to you, um, which is super important to me. Um, and so then we get all that and we start production, which is the most exciting stuff because all the orders are in, we can order fabric and trim. And I think before COVID, this was a pretty um, innocuous part of the process. Now it has become very... Uh, exciting maybe is a good word for it. Um, just because there's so many delays and, um, things that you would just not expect. I mean, zippers that are out of stock and you're like, how did, how are Navy zippers out of stock? How are they out of stock for a month? Like, that's just crazy. And so you're constantly kind of hedging. I feel like I'm a little bit playing in the futures market of like, do I go ahead and buy a hundred Navy zippers now? Do I wait? I don't know. Is everyone going to want black or do they want Navy? I have no idea. Um, and so you're trying to guess a little bit. And in some cases, 
ordering when you know you can return things, um, when you see something available. Well, again, also going back to the whole idea of not over-ordering, over-buying, and having a lot of ways that you end up having to pass those costs along to people. Um, and so we also um, will finalize the name of the piece and interview the honoree um, during this time. So uh, as many of you know, our pieces are all named after different women um, who have been nominated, who are part of this community, who have done something just to really impact or um, help, encourage, support someone else. Um, and so they all have a story with them. And so we um, take and kind of follow that model. And during all of that, we're also working on sketches and patterns for the next couple of seasons, as I mentioned at the beginning, because right now we're in production for fall 2022, but working on spring and fall 2023. So it just never ends. It's, it's such a fun kind of crazy process. Um, and then last and something that we are every day getting a day closer on, which I'm excited for is shipping our orders and posting web stock. So we'll hear in a, in a few weeks here, um, pick up the orders from rightfully sewn and pack them up, ship everything out to all of our amazing customers, pre-orders, wholesale orders to other boutiques that we're working with. And, um, it's just such a surreal step. Um, cause I, you know, with every piece, imagine where's this person going to wear this? Are they, um, I know many of you are wearing pieces to graduations and to weddings and to maybe a big work presentation or just big events in your life, or maybe even those small events, um, that sometimes we think, that um, it's the big events that are going to tend to define our lives, but many times it's those small kind of innocuous memories and events um, that make a huge impact on us. So I just love imagining each of you in these pieces, and I hope that you love them. I hope that they are um, just a tried and true piece in your wardrobe that you go back to and um, just makes your day a little bit easier and um, that you have many happy memories that, that you're going to have in these pieces. So I hope that was interesting. Um, it's such it's such a fun process um, to, to bring something creative to life. Um, it is not without its challenges. It's not without its complexity, um, as I've learned, especially maybe during COVID, uh, but such a fun, just an honor to be able to, um, to do this and uh, learn about a new industry, learn a new process, figure out something new. Um, that's just for the weird part of my brain that enjoys that. Um, I like learning about different things and kind of figuring out how to do something. And so, uh, that has been just a really cool, a cool thing to learn as an adult. Um, if you have any questions or ideas, always feel free to send me an email at hello at jmargaretweaver.com. Um, we'd love to chat with you. Have a good one.